welcome everyone. Good evening or good morning, wherever you are. I hope you have a tea and you're comfortable and you've opened the either Bindo's PDF that he's created for us or you have your copy of Mandukya. We're now um, well into Mandukya. Uh, we have uh, working through chapter three uh, in uh, Karaka number six. Um, it's great that we have Bindo recovered from his little flu, not surprising. And, um, and I'm uh, grateful that you're all together and create the satsang, learn together and share together. So Hari Om, and I'll turn it to Bindo. Thank you so much, Bindo. Om Namo Brahma Dibhyo, Brahma Vidya Sampradaya Katrabhyo, Vamsarishibhyo, Mahadhyo, Namo Gurupya, Shankaram Shankaracharyam, Keshavam Badarayanam, Sutra Vashikrado Vande Bhagavantau Punapunaha, Ishuro Guru Ratmeti, Mutibeda Vivagine, Vyomavat Vyapta Dehaya, Dakshinamutaye Namaha, Om Sri Kripyonamaha. Badram Karne Vishuyama Deva, Badram Bashe Makshavir Yajatra, Stirayangai Sushtuvagum Sastanubi, Vishema Deva Hitam Yadayu, Sustina Yindro Vridashrava, Sustina Pusha Vishaveda, Sustina Staksho Arishtanemi, Sustino Brihaspadil Dadatu, Om Shanti 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 Prajnam Shupradhanai Stirajaradigarai Vyapivir Vyapyalokan Bhuktva Pogan Savishtan Punaradidishanod Bhasitan Kamajanyan Pitwa Sarvan Visheshan Sobiti Madurabhum Mayaya Bojayanno Maya Sankyam Turiyam Paramamrudamajam Brahmayatannatosmi Yo Vishwatma Vidijavishayan Prashyabhogan Stavishtan Paschastanyan Sobiti Vibhavan Jodisha Svena Sushman Sarvanetan Punaravishanai Swatmanistavayitva Hitva Sarvan Visheshan Vigada Gunaganai Patusau Naturiyaha Upanishad Mandras Omiteda Dakshalamidam Sarvam Tasyova Vyakyanam Bodham Bhavat Pavishyadi Sarvam Omkarayeva Yachanyatrakaladitam Tadapi Omkarayeva Sarvam Hedat Brahma, Ayamatma Brahma, Soyamatma Chatushpat Jagaridastano, Bahipratnyaha, Saptanka Yekona Vimshatimukaha, Studa Book, Vaishwanaraha, Pradama Padaha Sopnastano, Antapratnya, Saptanka Yekona Vimshatimukaha, Vivita Book, Taijasa, Jidiya Padaha Yetra Supno na Kanjana Kamam Kamayade, Sanjana Supnam Vashadi, Satsujutam, Sushutastana, Egi Buddha Pratyana Gana, Eva Manandamaya, Anandabuk, Edo, Jeto Mukaha, Pratnas Tadiya Padaha, Esha Sarvetna, Sarveshara, Sarvesha Andaryomi, Sarvesham Yonihi, Sarvesha Prabhavapi Yohi, Buddha Anam, 
न अंत प्रज्ञ न बहि प्रज्ञ नो वेद प्रज्ञ न प्रज्ञानगनम न प्रज्ञ न प्रज्ञ अदृश्यम अव्यवहार्यम अग्राह्यम अलक्षणम अचिंत्यम अव्यवदेशम एकात्म प्रत्यय सारम प्रपंचोपशम शांतम शिवम अद्वैतम चतुर्थम मनंदे स आत्मा स विज्ञेय सोयमात्मा आद्यक्षर ओंकार अतिमात्र पात्रश्चपाद अकार उकार जागरितस्थानो वैश्वानर अकार प्रथमा मात्र आप्तेरादिमत्वादि हवै सर्वान्मान्दिश्चेद स्वप्नस्थान तैजस उकार उत्कर्षादुपयत्वादि हवै ज्ञानसंतती सामनती न अस्ब्रह्मेद सुषुप्तस्थानप्राज्ञात्मकारस्तृतीयात्रीतेर्वाद्यवहार्य प्रपंचोपशम शिव अद्वैत एवंकार आत्म संविशति आत्मना आत्मा येद Having completed the first chapter, which is on the Upanishad, intermixed with Karika, second chapter was on the <coughs> Karika alone, which was dealing with Mithyatum, Vaidatya Pragnam, as the name suggests. Mith Vaidatya means Mithya, Mithyatum of the world, Jagat Mithya, is what was the theme of the second chapter. So Brahma Satyam was the first chapter, Jagan Mitya is the second chapter, and we are into the third chapter now. Jivo Brahmai Vanapara. Na Apara means not separate. Therefore Advaita. Therefore the third chapter is known as Advaita Prakaranam. To establish the Advaita Prakaranam, where there is no duality, non-dual, that. is being started with an example of space and space inside a pot these are the way in which the example is being used so godapada has a technique in the sense that he uses the example first then to support the example he is using where the other upanishads have used words or you know mantras to establish the same thing so we will going towards that but we are in the example where we saw that when a potter makes a pot there is a space contains inside a pot now this pot is you having utility value no doubt about it the utility value of the pot is depend upon the space inside the pot also that is also very clear so we have now the condition called a created pot giving us a utility value with the space contained in the pot in the process of this did the pot really create the space inside the pot for having the utility value is a question which gaudapada is taking up and being 
analyzed logically. So he says that Rupakarya Samakyascha Vidyande Tatra Tatra Vai Akashasya Na Vedo Asti Tadva Jeeveshu Nirmayaha. Sixth Karika, sixth mantra, uh, sixth Karika, the sixth verse. Rupakarya Samakya. Rupa means forms. Kadya means functions, Samakya means names, Cha, all of them. Vidyade, they differ between the form is not the function, function is not the same as the name. So, name, form, and utility are different for a product in each of the cases. Tatra, tatra. But, Akashyatsya na vedo asti tadvat jiveshu nirnaya. In this example, has the space been differentiated in any way? Can the space be called a space has been created by creating the pot? The pot has been created, no doubt. The potter was there, mud was used and the shape was given. The utility has been, you know, made up by the pot which has been created. And the utility comes because of the space inside the pot. No doubt about it. But did that bring in any difference in the space? That is a question which Gaudabada is asking. By becoming the pot, the space was created or was it made separate from the space which was available? Nine of these, both of them has never taken place. The space cannot be divided, nor can the space become a part of the total space. Because if it had been a part of the total space, it should be possible for it to separate from the total. That is the condition for a part and the total. The part can be separated from the total. That such a situation doesn't arise. Therefore, it is not part of the total. Now, is something new has been created by the pot has been created? No. Because the space was there where the pot came up. And even for the pot to have its own shape and you know, look and function, it is depending upon the space. Therefore, the space inside the pot is a transactional reality or dependent reality or an illusion of a separatedness. Tadvat Jeeveshunermaya. So we have to now compare this with the Jivatma. Jivatma means the individual awareness. The individual existence awareness. I sometimes feel I should not use the word awareness because the word awareness is not understood the way in which I want everyone to understand. So I am tempted to use the word Chaitanya. But the Chaitanya word being typical in Sanskrit may not ring bell to everyone. That's why I am forced to use the word awareness. The word awareness which I am using is not the awareness anything to do with objects or subject. It is the essence of knowing which I call it as awareness. There, was, there is no better word in English for that. In Sanskrit we can use Chaitanyam or Satchitanandam. These three words can be used but in English you have no such uh, uh, you know, 
it is a non-transferable word, translatable word. So I have to use the word awareness. So pardon me if if I am using that, but keep it in mind whenever I am using the word awareness, it is not the awareness of an object or the awareness of oneself. None of them are conditioned. It is not a conditioned awareness. It is unconditional awareness. So with that in mind, Jiva is to be treated as Jiveshu Nirnayaha means in the conclusion when we are taking a Jiva, the Jiva's awareness, unconditioned awareness inside the Jiva is not separated from the total unconditional awareness in which everything is also appearing. This is how Gaudapada wants us to look at the meaning of the stairs verse. Because if you are making a segregation, these two qualities have to be there. Either it has to be created or it has to be a part. But you cannot say that it is created or the, what is created will have to go through a, uh, you know, changes. But we know that awareness have not gone through any change from childhood till the time we die. When the pot is destroyed, the awareness the equivalent of space. That space is not going anywhere. Same way, when the the norm, notion or the ideation of the individual is lost either in the death or in realizing his true nature of his own nature that I am not the body, not the individual, not the ego. All those when it is because they are all objectifiable, therefore I am not, I am the one who is observing or witness to it. Therefore I am not the individual. That knowledge when arises, what happens to the individual, we call him as a jnani. Now from his point of view, he may see other bodies, other individuals having the same qualities like his own body which he has identified. The knowledge doesn't change, make any change in his body or in his transaction. The transaction with which he has to do is with his eyes, ears, etc., the five sensory organs of perception or the five sensory organs of action. Without that, he is dead. The body is dead. But he knows that these are all instruments with which I am using, same way. Every other object or every other person is also the same awareness using different, uh, you know, sensory organs and sensory and uh, functions of action. So, even when he has got that identification with awareness, unconditioned awareness, he continues to operate through his own sexual organs, knowing very well that I am not the body. But for those who have not understood and identified with unconditioned awareness, they still identify that I am limited by the body and my body is my limitation. Therefore, anything happening to the body, it affects me. The happiness, sorrow, death, decay, disease or heat, cold, all those things he knows that thing. That Jnani knows that. These are all effects happening on the body. I am the witness or the pure unconditioned awareness which knows that these things are happening. 
it is in his awareness these things are happening so he is a witness to these changes or happenings but he doesn't say that i am getting hot i am feeling cold or i am being age i am being old i am being date birth or decay or death or anything that and he knows that this is the same with everyone and he also knows that he he while he is he has understood the reality the student or the person who is sitting in front of him and listening has still not been able to identify with the unconditional awareness therefore he still identifies with his body this is how the operation is happening for between the two individuals one who has realized and one who has not realized therefore gaudapada goes to the next verse 7 na akashasya gadakaso vikara avayavo tata क्रिएशन pot is a creation but akasha is not a creation or the space is not a creation space is is being traditioned by the pot and it neither is a avayava means part part of the total space now this space has been may separated out to call it as a pot space now pot space cannot be part of is a pass a part of the total space because anything that is part can be separated out of the total or it can have a what you call identity which can with which it can be separated out from the physically if not physically at least notionally you can physically separate it out now the gadakasha or the pot space in the made the place where it is been made we can say notionally i am segregating from the total space but if that space is the when the pot moves can the part of the akasha also move it like when uh, my hand is moved through the body can my hand move all over the my body no it has got a location it has got avayava means it's a part where it is located in the total so that location cannot be changed of a part that type of a change thing doesn't happen same way tada jiva atmana vikara avayavo sada always that jiva is neither the created out of the paramatma nor is it an avayava here is the two refutation the dwaitin believes that the jiva is a creation by the paramatma paramatma is a creator and jiva is a created one this is the dwaita philosophy is all about they think that there is a sarveshwara who is a creator srishti sridhi laya karta so karta when the when the karta name is used means he is a doer and he creates srishti he does the srishti means he is he does the creation and he maintains and dissolution of the created one is his responsibility this is the vikara or the creation part of the 
uh, what the Dwaitin believes. And the Vishishta Dwaitin say that I am part of the Sarveshwara. So he is that as long as I feel separation that Ishwaran is thing, but I am not really separate, but I am part of it. Because why? Why do they believe that I am part? Because Paramatma is Sarvatnya Sarva and he said is omniscient, omnipotent and etc. Whereas the Jiva which I am I am is a part of it because of the I am part of it, I am not an omniscient and omnipotent. Therefore, I am an Avayava, is what the Vishishta Dvaitians think. So, this is the two difference between the thing that both are being refuted by Gaudapada saying, Tada Eva Jiva Atmana Vikara Avayavahau Nasada. Generally, it is never possible for this thing. Yada Bhavati Balanam Gaganam Malinam Malai. Tada Bhavati Abuddhanam. Api Atma Api Malino Malai. Now here is that this thing that Balanam means those who have not formed conviction. Doesn't mean a child. Because normally children are supposed to be the uh, people with uh, you know easily deluded and uh, confused about their own experiences. So what they say is that Anybody who has no firm conviction or the firm no firmness of understanding, he, he is treated as a bala as per the philosophy of uh, is concerned. So the philosophy says that just as the children imagine that the sky has become dirty when it is a dust is being you know coming into a dust storm or a wind is blowing dust or smoke comes in the sky. They say that the sky has become dirty with the smoke. Or we, we also, even though we all say that, you know, the the fog is polluting the whole space. So that, that city is not livable anymore because the space is contaminated by fog or pollution. This is, this is the air which is getting polluted, not the space. But we superimpose the air pollution onto the space pollution. But the space is pure as ever, uncontaminated, unhindered or undivided as usual. But the air which is occupying the space can get contaminated. So, Balanam Gaganam, the sky of the child will become dirty because of the smoke or a dust. Tada Abuddhanam, those who have not realized their own nature, their own reality, Atma, Api, Malino Malai Bhavati. For them, the Atma is the body. The Panchakosha Viveka or the five body, five sheath, you know, Annamaya, Pranamaya, Manomaya, Vityanamaya, Anandamaya, all those things. And there is the requirement of purifying them. So going for the purification of the body, they think that, you know, their body has become this thing. Untouchability, everything is coming because of this ignorance which is there. The body can be dirty, like the air can be polluted, the Atma, which is the reality of the Jiva, is never contaminated or never, you know, soiled or dirtied by anything that is happening in, in the same. In the, here is the where the detailed analysis have to be done. See, the, what happens is that 
experiences before going this is as a preamble to the next verse is what i'm going to say now see we have this thing that brahman may be treated as a creator of the world or a producer of anything and and is that is that way we have to see or is it that creation is really happening from this verse onwards he is trying to build up the case for his ajadivada gaudapada is known as a proponent of ajadivada means non creation now to take to that is the next verse so before as a preamble to that he says that experience and appearance of the world are to be questioned appearance and experience but the intellectual conclusion has to be arrived on that appearance and experience and that need to be analyzed or questioned or logically viewed in such a way that can experience happen even with real things only or appear apparent things also can the experience happen this is where importance is the the word maya avidya illusion unreal all those things make sense only when we understand this thing what is the relationship between experience and appearance there can be only two conclusions the world exists and the world originated therefore experiences are real which normally everybody is think the moon can exist without even when the observer is not there is a standard question which is being asked the second is that the consequences of the first one is something exists must have originated that means if i am having the experience of the world it must have originated unless something is created how can i have an experience now the big bang and the creation of the world expression everything which is being spoken is from that point of view that we are experiencing the world so there must be an origin of the world and that might have had taken place in some point in time so time might have started there all those idea added in you know theories which we are being there but gaudavada negates existence of the world and also its origin it has never ajadi that is the word he uses that there is no creation at all why because he accepts that appearance and experience of the world can happen even if they are unreal if you remember we had the experience of the snake the snake was never created it was never created but the snake caused so much of fear we started sweating we started even taking you know measures to annihilate the snake of a non created experience related activity it was only an appearance that appearance can give rise to experience if you look at the same thing like uh, uh, the mirage water even the animals 
run towards that appearance of the water and they keep running until they fall dead because they will never reach the mirage water for drinking the water even the same way we are seeing so many things that we are seeing the sky as blue in the daytime and we transact with the blue sky the blue water and everything that all thing is because the appearance of the blueness in the sky but every one of us at least those who have understood that sky the sky has no color the color of the blueness of the sky is only due to the ozone layer in the surface of the earth which is seen only when the sunlight falls on it in the night if the blueness is that that is the sky the blueness should have been there even in the night but we don't see the blueness in the night why because that is a phenomena an appearance and the experience can be there but appearance there is no creation for it so the existence and the origination of the rope snake should be understood that it is never a created thing which gave rise to the experience but experience can happen even without a creation therefore we talk about the thing like mithya adhyasa mithya abhyasa adhyasa etc to fulfill the conditions of these experiences or as per the advaita philosophy we call it as you know mithya adhyasa avidya all these are the words which are used for experiences accepted but creation not accepted ajadi so when we when we see that what is the real thing is happening is that though the experience and, and uh, appearance are accepted the cause for the experience in the existence is ignorance of the substratum in which we are superimposing our adhyasa of the of the created things and therefore the experiences out of the created things the creation has really not taken place the jiva has never born ajayamano bahuda vijayate is a word used in the taitriya in the taitriya as well as in the purusha uh, sukta and even in the bhagavad gita it says najayate mriyate va kataachit neither it is born nor it is dying so the jiva the idea that we are all individuals is an experience of a non real non created entity this non created entity how does it give a real experience is due to the adhyasa or mithya adhyasa means superimposition mithya means it is it is that which is unreal but experiences can still happen this is happening because the ignorance of the adhisthana or the substratum which is what we call it as turiya or brahma etc so if he has to understand that how does then the jiva srishti it is there in the scriptures also even the daitriya upanishadte tasmad agasha atmanas sambudaha akashad vayu vayu ragni agne rapah adya prithvi prithivya ushadeyo ushadeyo purusha so 
ஆகாஷ சம்புதா ஆகாஷ வாஸ் கிரியேட்டட் அண்ட் ஆகாஷ வாயு ஃப்ரம் ஆகாஷ கேம் த ஏர் லைக் தட் த கிரேஷன் ஆஃப் கிரியேஷன் இஸ் பீங் மென்ஷன் இன் த உபனிஷத் ஸோ வை தட் மீன் த உபனிஷத் இஸ் டெல்லிங் லைஸ் ஆர் இஸ் இட் டெல்லிங் சம்திங் விச் இஸ் ஃபிங்ஷனல் ஸோ கௌடபாத சேஸ் தட் these are the things which are to be understood with the different layers of the understanding of the individual which he comes in the one of the following shlokas he will explain that there are three type of category of understanding capability he is not talking about the you know superiority inferiority it is the capability of understanding heena madhyama adava so heena madhyama uttama these are the three type like the the inferior the middling and the superior depending upon these type of intellectual understanding one can grasp it the upanishads are also addressing different type of students that doesn't mean that those who can understand it directly from the first word itself shravana samakale eva for him the upanishad is not required guru vakya is alone is enough the guru vakya itself becomes the upanishad or upanishad and guru vakya are not to separate so he takes it that this is a fact and he understands it because guru explains it in such a way that there is no stone unturned no doubt left in this point of thing for that the mind should be or the intellect of the individual should be in such a perfect condition that no previous conditions can contaminate his understanding or nor is he diverting his attention when guru is telling something that he is co- trying to co- corroborate with his previous experience what the guru saying is right or wrong these type of things which will happen is where the this the category falls into middle or the inferior type of understanding so the godapada very clearly says that the jeeva srishti what we are talking about here there is no difference between one jeeva and another jeeva but the 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 space with which the jeeva is identified or like the pot space has absolutely no difference between one individual and another individual what difference is is there in the is in the the quality of the mud on the pot same way the quality of the mind intellect complex which with which we are interacting in the world can have differential levels this is that but now we will go into this aspect also as to is is that also cre- created godavada is state refuting even that is there not there even the jeeva is not there so we will we will just now go to the the next uh, um, karika which is the ninth one marane sambhave chaiva gatyagamanayorapi sthitau sarvasirisheshu cha aakasho avilakshanah so marane sambhavecha marana and sambhava means creation in the in the in the case of birth death and birth evam gatyagamanayoho also coming and going 
that is birth and rebirth and you know departure everything birth and death departure and coming sthidau sarveshu sharisheshu akashena vilakshana this jeeva or the jeevatma when i say jeeva is the jeevatma sthidau sarva sharireshu it is existing in all the bodies akashena avilakshana like the undisturbed or undisputed space which this cannot be created or made part and or avayava type of a thing same way the unconditional awareness which is being experienced through the body of one individual is not different from any other body any other body so sarva sthidau sarva sharireshu cha whether it is a human body animal body bird body tree body stone body doesn't matter earth body moon body jupiter body doesn't make a difference in all these bodies that unconditional awareness is the substratum in which they all are suspended or existing similar to the space now if you look at the space itself there are there is a planet like earth where the water and air is there people are able to we see the people living beings animals etc there are barren planets even the you know gluttonous black holes which can gulp eat anything is unable to eat the space in which it is existing the black hole also is space depending upon the space therefore that even the black hole needs space for its own existence that is the condition unconditionality of the space and the awareness is superior to even space so and it is in that awareness unconditional awareness all bodies whether it is a black hole or the earth or everything on the earth or even the the viruses bacteria everything which is there which we are saying that everything is in suspended in that awareness so the substratum in with which we are we is that what we have to understand as the reality not the bodies because bodies are not real because this is where the experience and appearances have been referred by my earlier preference experiences of the bodies are there because the appearances of the bodies are there have they been created or not is what we have to examine sangada swapnavat sarvam atmamaya vivarjita adityo sarvasamyeva na upapattir tarhi vidyate now here he is refuting that the jiva itself is not there sarva sangada all the bodies which i referred black hole or earth jupiter sun moon viruses bacteria atoms anything which you are saying sopnavat is created like a dream 
in the dream we had a whole world of experiences so many things were created and experienced they were they created in reality but experiences say that they were created by the dreamer not by the dreamer for the dreamer by the by somebody and the dreamer was put inside that is the way in which some people talk about it but if it is created it should be available for destruction and after destruction that this destroyed part should be seen or should be available for analysis what will we do with the dream uh, destroyed dream can can we in any way anal do an analysis on the the destroyed parts of the dream it is not available so sapnavat when we are saying is that it is to make us understand that it is an appearance this waking world which we today refuse to deny its existence because of experiences gaudavada says is atma maya visarjitaha visarjita means you know why discarded or extruded or you know drawn out of we see that you know the falling stars from the sky suddenly the stars start shining and falling we feel that this the star has been created and it is falling down or shooting star what we call it as so the shooting stars is like created from the sky it is an appearance we had an we had a vision of the star but nothing was available for analysis dream is a creation by the atma maya not only dream the entire jeevatvam or the individuality whether you call it as mind self individual the manobuddhi ahankara chitta annamaya pranamaya manamaya whatever nomenclature you want to provide it you can provide it but all of them are atma maya visarjitah it is a creation of the atma using maya as an illusion so here maya and mithya should be understood that adikye sarva samye va na utpavatti hi vidyate there is neither superiority or equality and there is no reason to establish that there were there is something except except established just as the dream we say inferior the waking is superior that type of a difference you cannot make it because if you really analyze from the point of view of unconditional awareness they are mere appearances and they are also creating experience from appearances only because the appearance gives rise to a feeling that they are real like the snake appearing 
on the substratum of the rope we felt the reality of the snake is independent of the rope here the awareness of the dream the awareness of the waking we are thinking that the dream is separate and the waking is separate one is superior one is inferior and they are all you know experiences and therefore they are creations but like the snake which has been created out of the substratum of the rope it is the awareness in which the dream is experienced and is it not the world of waking mere awareness have you got any experience of anything in the waking of which you are not aware if awareness is not there is there anything called experience whether it is a dream or waking in both these cases what happens is that experiences are accepted but they are mere appearances and these appearances are due to what atma maya visarchitah this atma which is there unconditional all over and in every body therefore every body appears to be having an appearance and the appearances of every body gives rise to experience so we are forgetting from where where these experiences are coming from but we take experiences as reality and we do the transactions not analyzing into the depth of it achan godapada want to prove that there is no creation at all ajadi so when he says that in the next karika rasadayo hi eke kosha ke kosha vyakhyada taitiriyake tesham atma paro jeeva kham yada samprakashika so rasadayo hi eke kosha vyakhyada taitiriyake in the taitiriya upanishad there are five koshas koshadi vyakhyada means named rasadeha means annamaya pranamaya manomaya vijnanamaya anandamaya these are the names given in the five koshas in the taitiriya upanishad and then it also says tesham atma para jeeva kham yada soprakashika it is revealed that in that statement itself there is a statement that even though they are from atma is superior to all of them five kosha and the jeeva is kham yada soprakashita it is the like the jeeva is being experienced prakashita means here you should understand revealed means experienced like the content in a space in the in the totality of the absolute awareness unconditional awareness with the awareness is being experienced in the body of the individual therefore the creation of the five koshas or the body of this thing is to to make like that they are like the pot created but what the body the five koshas are experiencing or is not the appearances of the five kosha but it is the awareness like the akasha which is there everywhere that is what is the awareness which is happening inside that body then one more udha he is also referring to the next uh, mantra which is about the brahmarna upanishad 
ಮಧುಜ್ಞಾನೆ ಪರಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಪ್ರಕಾಶಿತ ಪೃಥಿವ್ಯಾಂ ಉದರೆ ಚಕಾಶ ಪ್ರಕಾಶಿತ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಒನ್ ವಾಟ್ ಆಪನ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ಮಧು ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣ ಬೃಹದಾರಣ್ಯ ಇನ್ ದ ಮಧು ಮಧು ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣ ವಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪನ್ಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಹೀ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಈಸ್ ಎವ್ರಿವರ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಪೃಥಿವ್ಯಾಂ ಉದರೆ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಎರ್ತ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಹೋಲ್ ಹೋಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಎರ್ತ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಡಸನ್ ಮೀನ್ ದಟ್ ಎರ್ತ್ ವಾಟ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ರೆಫರಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಆಸ್ ದ ಪ್ಲಾನೆಟ್ ಅರ್ತ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಎರ್ತ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಟೋಟಲ್ ಪ್ಲಾನೆಟ್ ದ ಪ್ಲಾನೆಟರಿ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಟೋಟಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಉದರೆ ಇನ್ಸೈಡ್ ದ ಸ್ಟಮಕ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಜೀವ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಇನ್ ದ ಹೋಲ್ ಪ್ಲಾನೆಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಸಸ್ಪೆಂಡೆಡ್ ಯಥಾ ಆಕಾಶ ಪ್ರಕಾಶಿತ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಆಸ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ಸೈಡ್ ದ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ ದ ಪ್ಲಾನೆಟ್ಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಕಮ್ ಈವನ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ವೇ ದ ಜೀವ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಕಮ್ ವಿತ್ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ ಇನ್ಸೈಡ್ ಸೊ ವೆನ್ ದೇ ಇಸ್ ಸೇಯಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಹೀ ಇಸ್ ರೆಫರಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪರ್ಟಿಕ್ಯುಲರ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಟ್ ದರ್ ಈಸ್ ಎ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ ದರ್ ಆರ್ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ವೇ ಸೇಯಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಅಂಗುಷ್ಠ ಮಾತ್ರ ಪುರುಷ ಹೃದಯ ಏನೋ ತಿಷ್ಟತಿ it is residing in the center of the heart and etc atma is being referred to as the altus they are all they are all being referred to for people to have a anchor in the initial stages that that ishara or the jyatma is not somewhere in the skies much above untangible and unapproachable type of that so to bring that prop to the individual level these statements from the upanishad are used mainly to people to feel that the divinity within themselves or the awareness is within themselves the divinity and the awareness are not two separate things it is the awareness which is there and the when that awareness is understood it is there over through the whole body antar bahya it is inside and outside that is what katopanishad mentioned that we have we have studied that so it is neither it can neither pinpoint it to inside nor points say restricted to outside you cannot divide it you cannot say it's part of the whole and whole and part type of a thing and all these things are even explained in the upanishads in other upanishad so not only that it is my statement that what gaudapada says it is not that it is nine just my statement it is the very statement which is there in the upanishads also i am using the upanishad statements to prove that the jiva was never created so this two upanishads he is quoting that jivaatmano anyatvam abhedena prashasyate nanatvam nindyade yat cha tadevam hi samanjasam samanjasam means that is the consistent way or the the truth jiva atmana the jiva the individual and atma the the individual and the total ananyatvam non difference there is absolutely non no difference which you can bring in between the individual and the total it is neither created the individual is neither created from the total nor it is a part of the total abhedena 
in no way you can make an identical difference between the two. Because Bheda means separation, Abheda means non-separation. So the non-difference or, or the non-identity separation in a no way you can make a separation the jiva. Jivo Brahmaiva Napara is the meaning of this sloka. So he is saying that if you are making this statement that the jiva is separate from Atma, you are going against the Shruti and you are not understood the Upanishad or the meaning or the philosophy of the Upanishad. It very categorically and clearly in all possible ways giving different examples has unconditionally proven that there is absolutely no difference between the total and the individual. Prasasyate is being praised by the Upanishad. Not only that, Nanatum Nindyadecha it is also, you know, refuting the duality. Tadevan that is the nyaya between the two. Now, for example, in that one, Sagracharya, when he wrote his commentary on this sloka, he has written a big one. But in that one, he is quoting some Upanishad which is refuting the nanato. Natu Dudiyamasti in the Brahadarnya Upanishad it is that Natu Dudiyamasti. Absolutely, but there is no duality is what the statement is there. Dudiyadvai Bhayam Bhavati. If you consider there is something other than you, then you will be limited, conditioned, and you will be fierce, you will be fearing that. This is where most of the religion is using the psychosis for making people fear about it that there is a father in the heaven or Allah or Ishwara, the Jagadishwara who created the world and you will be at his mercy for everything. Gaudavada says that there is no difference between the two. There is nothing to call different. Even the Paramatma or Jivatma are not separate. Jivo, Brahmaivanapara. And in the Taitriya Upanishad there is another statement called Udara Mandaram Gurde Atatasya Bayam Bhavati. Even if you consider there is an iota of difference, then you will be limited and you will be scared of that. Even a dust particle, when it falls on your eyes, how you are scared. You know how scared you are in your dust particle and your eyes. This is a very minimal, sim, very simple example. So if you think that even a virus is there other than you inside the world outside, and you identify with your with the body, the virus will attack your body, you will have fall sick, dead. But when you know that you are the awareness, the body has been attacked by the virus and you know that, that it is the body which is going through this thing, you are a witness to the body which is getting attacked by the virus. But in you there is no separation. That awareness has got no separation. The virus is also an awareness, the body is also awareness, and it is one awareness interacting with an, another awareness. There is no one awareness and interacting with other awareness. Sorry for saying that. It is in awareness both are happening. Idam sarvam idayam atma. Idam sarvam. Whatever you call it as this. When you say this, there are two aspects of it. When I say this. There is when I, anything this is having two components. 
one is this means as an object or a feeling or a thought something other than me and there is aspect of knowledge or awareness of this without that knowledge or awareness of this the object emotion or feeling of this has no locus standing only when the awareness of this is supported by awareness that this can exist whatever may be that this it can be this body this planet this moon the sun anything that so idam sarvam idayam atma so this atma is that which is everything whether you call it as this or i i tadutomasi when it is come to that it is because of this there is no difference between this and that then he also in the katopanishad he say that mrityosa mrityum apnoti ya iha naneva pasyati one who sees that duality whether it is a dwaitin or vishishta dwaitin or any religious cult or anybody who thinks that there is a separation i am not awareness i am separate from awareness i am the body samrutyu na samrutyu mapnodi he will go through the feeling that he buying in the death and death birth and death this cycle because he is identifying with the body to such a person this things happens all these things are showing very clearly that every upanishad has got the very crystal clear feeling that there is no two ananyatvam and advitiyatvam is the reality on which the whole reality is to be understood and one who has imbibed that understanding and may become one with that for him the body is an object to be observed he is no more conditioned by the body and the body effects nor is he conditioned by the what is happening in the world because it happens to the world he i am an observer to the happening is of the world it is also taking place in awareness in awareness the waves come and go the ocean doesn't get affected in the space pot comes house comes the black hole comes anything can come and go but the space is unaffected and in awareness anything that happens doesn't affect awareness and that awareness is my nature shuddha shuddha buddha mukta swabhava i am that pure awareness in which everything is happening or everything is being aware of that awareness is my nature aham brahmasmi that is my nature so i'll stop here om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva avashishyate om shanti 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 hari om shri guru pyonama hari om thank you thank you bindo wonderful as usual uh why don't we start with um speaker's panel any questions any comments let's start off here and then uh from the audience we'll turn on re- uh, hand raising to bring you up to talk about this mandukya or any questions arising from these karakas if i understand it right um in the substratum the self is always in the substratum 
And in the substratum, the appearances are being um, not created, but thought up. And then the appearance comes in this reality, what we see with our eyes, right? The individual is not in the way, in the substratum. No, individual the is self, a, the self. in the self, the self is not in the substratum, but the self is a appearance in the self, in the, in the substratum. It is an appearance. It has no independent okay. entity. But the awareness, uh, the awareness is connected with the big awareness, right? There is no, there is no big, there is no big awareness, small awareness. You cannot part, divide it. Okay. Uh, how am I going to put this? Um, the awareness is the only thing that is in the substratum. It's not here, but it's connected to the individual through the heart space. Yes? That is a appearance. That's still That is why you're feeling like that. Okay. In reality, there is nothing like that. In reality, there is only one. Yes. But, yes. Okay. Now I have to contemplate on that. Uh, so, Binduji, I have a few uh, clarifications or, you know, or read back the understanding. So you, we started off with the Gata Kasha and uh, I'm using the word Chida Kasha for the larger space for convention. There's no difference between the Gata Kasha and Chida Kasha. And uh, the part is a dependent reality uh, for the Akasha in the awareness. That's a dependent reality. Uh, so that's a perfect uh, you know way to sort of even take out part analysis. Now, one to one thing to explain in the in a way it is laid out. Uh, there is a chida bhasa also. That chida bhasa is a reflected consciousness that will enable recognizing the part. Uh, so how is that? I, I don't think that treatment uh, never happened. You know, while the experience also getting explained, appearance and experience also there is a foundation laid out for ajatiwada, where you know. It is not created, and even appearance and experience can happen in a, you know, in this uh, setup also, which is a very strong foundation. Um, the chida bhasa, you know, that reflected consciousness is never. I, I was expecting some coverage on it. Hence, uh, you know, there is a uh, experiencing the appearance is possible with the reflection. You know, swayam prakashita also been explained in this whole thing. But that Swayam Prakasha reflects, that Chida Basa, you know, happens. Hence, the experience happens. I thought that is the one missing piece in this whole thing. Hence, the, the, the total understanding is there. Is there any, you know, uh, why that is sort of left out? Uh, in this because sense? he, because Gaudavada doesn't accept even that Abasa. Chida Basa is also a, like the Panchakosha Viveka, used for 
making things understandable to some level of students because if it has to be the abhas are reflected on something then the reflection media should be separate from the where the reflecting for example if you take a mirror the mirror has to be separate from the looker of the onlooker of the mirror no then only the reflection can be seen but here when there is nothing other than one where can the abasa take place perfect banu ji that's perfect uh, position that i i i am is a result of abasa you know that i and i am otherwise that also gone so at least some links to be created <laughs> just that link that link is it is link is needed because as long as you are holding on to the individual you that you need the link but you understand the the individual real or not is it an experience of an appearance or is it a really created one then you need a link if it is an appearance what was the link for the snake to appear and give the fear when there is what is the link between the rope and the snake perfect bidaji i think that's a clear position now just one more you know continuity on this so uh, just to clarify jiva and brahma the moment you refer jiva it's a jivatma right i think this the gataka is referred as a jivatma and brahma is the rest you know all of it so i think so we typically use the terminology jiva and jivatma so in this case both are ref- referring to the same okay clear from me bidaji i'm done thank you bidaji very nice uh, it brings a lot of clarity you know in this whole understanding thank you Namaste Vinduji I have one question one clarification i need uh, when karen was asking uh, uh, a question to clarify that i mean to with a notion that there are smaller awareness and the bigger awareness you said that there is no such thing there are no different types of awareness there is only one and kidakasha and i mean sorry ghatakasha guptam mahakasha roopam chidakasha vyaktam that is what i have heard in a stotra uh, which is that mahakasha between ghatakasha and chidakasha uh, is it a continuous steps of awareness or getting realized as karin said we have to just contemplate without any questions it is a continuous journey till it is expressed with the notion of the chidakasha where i am that complete conclusive uh, thing is realized i am just i just want to know what is that mahakasha between ghatakasha and chidakasha see ghatakasha chidakasha mahakasha are not to be treated as i think it goes come so when it is being told jiva kasha gada kasha jiva kasha chida kasha mahakasha these are all for explaining in the initial stages word the word akasha is the only reality 
the attribution given to the jiva to the chitta or to mahakasha is all for the purpose of expanding the vision from the limited individual to a total vision so to that for that purposes some prakriya some methodologies use these type of terminologies but in gaudavada's language none of them has any standing loka standing there he says that there is only ananyatvam abedatvam and all experiences are of the appearance but nothing of a created thing he is not refuting experiences he is saying experiences are the appearances the fear of the snake is of, of the appearance of the snake but the reality was the rope the fear the, the blueness of the sky is the appearance of the sky the sky has no clear color at all so that way we have to say that experiences can happen even from unreal things that is what we are now experiencing and we are giving reality to based on our experience that everything is real but if one is able to see the substratum where this akasha or the space or the knowledge or the unconditional awareness absolute awareness in which everything is using as a substratum identify oneself with that then the experiences are mere appearances the experiences will continue but as appearances that is where the difference will come now the experiences are real therefore the appearance which is giving rise to experience is treated as real but when you once you shift yourself to know the substratum where the what is the basis on which the appearance experiences are coming you will know that it is the appearances which has given rise to the experiences therefore the experiences are also appearances so in that sense uh, aham brahmasmi means i am complete awareness that's all that is the end point of it no shuddha buddha mukta swabhava okay thank you vinduji thank you very much once we had a taste of that awareness uh, how to establish in that state permanently right now you are having the state of that awareness only all things which are experiences because of that awareness but when you are having that you are attention is more on the appearances of the awareness coming as names and objects nama vikara vacharambanam vikaram namadeya it is in the name and forms which our attention is that can any name and form be experienced without awareness if that is the case then you know that the name and form is appearance the reality for the name and form is the substratum of the awareness in which the name and form depends upon therefore the appearance is a dependent reality it is not a it cannot even call a dependent reality it is an appearance is much better word from the point of view of the awareness but from the point of view of experience you can say it is a dependent experience on the appearances thank you so binduji uh, i always pranam pranam to everybody i always come back to one thing and um 
so i will state my i guess my case or when we say appearance there is appearance but appearance fundamentally also must be consciousness the fact because there is no possibility of anything rising apart there is only consciousness thus appearance is consciousness and then the experience that is being had is also consciousness and so in my books then the appearance becomes equal to consciousness as in there is non differentiation in a sense between because the very fact that there can be appearance and there there is nothing else but consciousness means that this appearance is projected within and in consciousness only and thus to me how so in a sense i would say that the word appearance itself becomes uh, a limitation because the moment we say it is appearance and that is real it becomes a sort of duality which is why you know because when we think appearance we think appearance means this is false but how it cannot be false because it is consciousness this is the sense that i get always and that is why i always have the word with the problem the problem with the word that this is illusion because illusion refers to something that is not there but it is still consciousness consciousness is there whether it is illusion whether it is appearance whether it is experience it cannot happen without or not without it is itself consciousness so because there are no two things this is the what i come back to every time again <laughs> you are right sarvam khalitam brahma is the statement for that what does it say that there are no appearances if you think the appearances are separate from the reality the snake is not a snake is an appearance but the moment you treated as separate and real you had all the problem but if you had known that separate snake is an appearance on the road and you will not be afraid of the snake same way the world will not be tormenting you nor will the your body nor will anything happen anything will be a torture for you or happiness for you or you know a, to be desired or to be hated none of these things will happen because you see them as substances on the on the dependency on the awareness once that happens the appearance is not an appearance it will become the play of consciousness that play of consciousness whether you call it as appearance or whether it is an illusion the words have no meaning when you have understood the reality but if you have not understood the word reality these will still hang around your you know ideation that the experiences are out of something which is real that is what is gaudabata asking us to understand and differentiate between the two but what's essential that 
to to connect with with Deep's profound question and inquiry is that the appearance uh, cannot happen without the substratum, and that's what the first few mantras are are illuminating and discussing. That it's the substratum that one is to focus on, not the phenomenon of the appearance. The phenomenon and the appearance, objects, all of it, none of it can happen without the substratum. That's the essential nature. That is Turiya. Everything else is that appearance. That's the Mitya. And if we get confused that that is any way fundamental, then you're lost. Indeed, this is like you're right on the edge, you're dancing on it. And it's the most profound question. But it's not to be confused with what's real, what's really real. The appearance is not fundamental. It arises out of that terium. That's what I said, Patrick. I think Bindoji understood what I said, but that's what I was saying. That's exactly what I was saying. But thanks for your confirmation. If we look at the reality with our eyes, um, what we see, um, it is not really the form what we see because the only thing what is happening, there's information out there, it goes through our eyes, it hits our brain, it gets translated into images and being uh, reprojected into the world so it seems real. It just is a, um, a computer in our brain that translates all that information what is happening in the substratum into some kind of form, including our bodies, including uh, of what we see all around us. Am I right? Yeah, where did all these things depend upon? All your explanation had a dependency on something, right? Yes. And that absolute awareness, if that is not there, neither you know that there are, you have eyes, nor you know you have a vision, nor you know that it's hitting the brain, nor you know you are having knowledge. All those things are in awareness that is happening. But when you give different names and everything, it becomes a process of seeing. But that process of seeing is in awareness. Thank you. One was about the analogy, uh, which is very beautifully explained about the pot in the space. And it's a very logical analogy. Uh, the only thing is that the fact that awareness uh, is akin to space. And in fact, at one point, you even said that uh, awareness is superior to space. Uh, that fact, we just have to take Gaudapada's word for it, right? Uh, the, the space part in the pot is logical. Uh, but the fact of the similarities is, is something that he's saying that that's how it is. The word, the word that awareness is superior to the space is because even the space to exist, it has a dependency on the awareness. Therefore, awareness is superior. Yes, if awareness is not there, there is no space also. 
correct. Uh, I'm just saying that the simil- similarity between the from a logical perspective, uh, he's just giving an analogy, and then uh, he's saying that that's what it is like, and 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 that's what we are assuming here, right? Right. Okay. okay. This is the closest analogy we can give. Understood. And second thing, uh, Binduji, um, um, you know, when we were talking about appearances and experiences, um, uh, from that, can we infer that without the appearances or creation or whatever you call them, it doesn't matter. Without them, uh, there is no experience. And so the appearances are necessary for the experience. What happened in your deep sleep? Um, consciously, I'm not aware of it. There is no experience, no? Correct. So, uh, can we say appearances, appear, appearances are not there, therefore no experience is there. You say I had no experience of it, I knew nothing. Correct. So, can I say that awareness is having, is experiencing itself through the appearances? Yeah, you can say that, if it satisfies you. And uh, would that sort of tie with what Paramahansa Ramakrishna says that uh, um, the Saguna Brahman and the Nirguna Brahman, uh, it's not a one-way dependency, but they are interdependent. And so whether we say this is just an appearance, but it is through the appearance that the uh, Nirguna Brahman or awareness is experiencing itself, uh, would that be logical in your opinion? If you are referring to Mandukya, there is no Saguna Brahman or Buddha Brahman separate dependencies also. Okay. There is only one. You can one. call it Shiva and Shakti or whatever, right? Awareness. No, there is no there is no Shiva and there is no Shakti. Okay. In in the case of Mandukya, Ananya and Adjutiya Brahma. We call it as Turiya and that is it. Be all and end all. Okay, so I'll come back to the appearance part of it, right? Uh, the substratum and the appearance that is uh, a part of it. And uh, because the experience is happening in, in uh, the experience is happening because of the appearance, uh, could we say logically that uh, awareness is experiencing itself uh, through these appearances without which it cannot? See, there is no activity when there is only one. Correct, exactly. There is no subject-object and for yeah. experience you need relativity. Right. So experiencing is an activity. So to have that experiencing, that, you know, the this awareness having experiencing in itself and appearances, these are all terms of coining the words to make us feel that there are separatedness. In fact, the problem with most of the understanding is that when we depend upon the words to explain something which is beyond the words to explain it, anything will fall short of it. Of course, Binduji, but that's what we are attempting to do here. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. I was just saying, uh, you know, that uh, sentence which I have said a few times. I was just trying to 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 get that inference from the uh, Gaudapada's words. And when we say God is experiencing Himself uh, through through our experiences, I think that is what I was referring to, and sort of it made logical sense to say that. But anyway, thank you so much, Binduji. Really appreciate your time.
Bindraji, this um, because <clears throat> you know you just talked about the limitation of language, and um, this is outside the scope of, of course, this Upanishad. But I thought that was that's also a very interesting area, <clears throat> which kind of connects to uh, Vedanta, especially you know Bhartriyari's ideas on the you know different modes of language uh, because after all that's the medium that we use here and uh, i wonder if at some point or if you have any comments on on that because i think this is a a, a problem that happens is that we are so attached to the language which naturally divides things, right? Not, that's that's language will always divide things by its nature. And so how can we pay attention to have an understanding of language itself and how it is being conceived and, you know, so that we don't become so, because we get attached to the language we use so much. And when we do that, then there is no option but to be but that one is that you know have to be very aware that okay this is the language but the divisions of language do not reflect that the, the reality really necessarily but how can we become more aware of that i think that's a very i i mean for me i'm doing studying some of that and i think it's a very i really like that whole uh, you know and he because basically it's a he equates it to the different, like, you know, like para and, and para Brahman, that kind of the, the similarity between those two, the, uh, the state of language of para and, and para Brahman. So I just wanted to bring that in because I find a lot of confusion of language that happens considering that we are so entrenched in language. So anything you want to say on that would be useful. See, the seventh mantra itself is the explanation for it. Nanda Pratyam, Nabhi Pratyam, Nau Veda Pratyam. So all the three states of our experience, Jagrat, Sapna, Sushupti is thrown out of it. So whatever the names and language you have in these three has no relevance it. Napratnyam, Napratnyam, it is neither pure awareness in the form of, from the point of view of experiencing. Napratnyam, it is nothing shunya also. Therefore, it says Abhyabhaja, it cannot be transactional. So, transactional means by either word or action. Manasavacha karmana, you cannot have a Vavahara. And when it can happen, when it will happen that way, prapancho upashamam. The whole world is upashamam means dissolved. There is neither the world nor you experiencing the world. When those two dissolution of the multiplicity happens, prapancho upashamam, that is the time advaitam sa atma sa That is the advaitam which is also known as Atma because for the purpose of understanding 
a pole vault is used to cross over the pole is no more required even atma is a name which is within the verbal the thing given the word atman doesn't exist in that yatra vedana aveda bhavati in the brahadaranya upanishad it says that even the veda and the upanishad becomes redundant in that state of course it was referring to sushupti in the brahadaranya but sushupti and uh, you know that prapanchogashamam is compared similar to where the world of experiences are dissolved so itra veda aveda bhavati means that the, even the veda the guru the teacher the shishya in nothing is the it is only pure existence they cannot call awareness also because the awareness and the existence are not two separate things it is one and the same so the best way is yato vacho nivartande aprapya manasasaha where the words fail to explain it and the mind fails to fathom the beauty of it what happens nishabda he become one you become silent there is no word with which you can even describe it you will become silent atmarsti atmatushta atmanyeva anupashyati he is immersed in himself he sees himself he is enjoying himself all he is means he is not an individual there anymore he is atma so atmaradi atmatrupta he becomes one one and the same that is the state and that's what bhartri hari he he calls that para so basically he also talks about that and says that basically language this is the origin of the word is not in the as a you know what we say the audible word the para is a is not something at all audible or you know and and he references it as you know but of course um, <laughs> when we you know go to this version of advait then things change then we don't even need to go there so i understand what you're saying bindu ji i have a question to in this regard what deep ji had raised the question if all the words fail uh before the words Uh, the bijakshras existed they are only sounds do not mean anything so do the sounds uh i mean can the sounds be used as carriers of the mind towards the ultimate experience of aham brahmasmi because uh, anahata is there very much and uh, once anahata is the state of para and uh, do any sounds of bijaksharas help us unlike words words won't explain that state it is beyond words as you said and it is said in upanishads but do bijaksharas help us in moving towards the ultimate reality the upanishad says yaya aksharam adhigamyate that which is beyond the words 
you may use the words to cross over but words do not have any role after you have crossed over thank you namaste bindu ji i just wanted to say somehow today's session for me it has it felt very great like i had by the time you are concluding with all those upanishadic statements i had that wow feeling and somehow all the questions that were asked today also like were awesome and your answers so really thankful i don't know i feel today's session is like so <laughs> it, it gave me like an energy kind of thing so very nice just wanted to say very awesome thanks vidhuti very nice and all the questions were also very nice and your responses i learnt a lot kind of thing so thank you very much vindu ji will stand your intellect yeah yeah it especially especially what is the right way to understand the upanishads those when one after the other all the upanishadic statements are coming and uh, we are made to understand it in the right way instead of misunderstanding them yeah that part was like it, uh, just at the conclusion of that session i really felt like i had that wow kind of <laughs> feeling and even some questions were also amazing today i enjoyed all the questions it's like really thankful to everybody thank you all is uh, a space located in our uh, stomach you said is it is it so right space is everywhere not only stomach even the body needs space to exist yeah, but in one sentence you said as per vedas no that is an example given in the madhu brahmana where just as the world needs air i mean space to exist even the jiva has space in the stomach is an example given in that text in that particular upanishad it doesn't has any special reference to that space in the stomach has got any special meaning for it uh, i have nothing to add it's all very beautifully explained pretty clear is this that uh, when uh, you know the teachings are there uh, for example uh, the idea of awareness and the removal of the appearance and all so and at the same time when it is told that everything is indeed that uh, you know th- th- there has to be uh, an understanding that uh, it is a it is a progressive realization in the sense that when everything is cleared of the notion of being separate and uh, as the notion of vedanta i mean as the premise of vedanta is that it was never a snake it was always a rope uh, we you know kind of uh, feel that oh, okay so that means whatever i've been experiencing could be an illusion it uh, could be uh, uh, something as generally spoken of as an appearance so uh, i think orobinji tried to clarify that because that's the stature of uh, a teacher if a teacher can say that properly some people would go to lens to prove why this world is an illusion how this world is an appearance uh you will never get anywhere if you go there because uh you know the very power of delusion is so mighty that uh, you really cannot understand it by trying to say trying to take the hypothesis that this world is an appearance or if it's an illusion and i take it from there to understand why this world is an illusion or appearance vedanta is never talking about that vedanta is always trying to say that it is atman or brahman that the substratum is atman or brahman so you know we we never need to be uh, 
kind of felt like you know we are pushed into a space of denial of what is it never is a denial of what is in fact it is a wholesome usurping of everything that is into a non dual reality so that is one thing that uh, one has to understand what vedanta is trying to speak of or what uh, gaudapada is trying to say that uh the the it's not just the underlying reality but it subsumes the whole of what is right and another thing that i would like to also add is that we have many notions and definitions of this world it's just a, it's just the statement that i'm making and uh, i would just like to say that all these notions come because i'm going to use a word because the mind moves right the mind moves and when the mind moves there's a reality that comes from it right and that is how the whole notion of reality comes it's like a firebrand you know i i swirl a uh, a stone i mean a ball of fire and it appears to be a circle and the mind has the power to do that that which is not it appears to make it feel like it is now all the reality that we give to this world whatever we think whatever we understand it just is important to understand that we build these notion because the mind moves now even hypothetically or probably you know conjecture if you can throw one into the vast space could you just imagine what happens if the mind doesn't move if there's no movement in the mind where will the definitions come where will the reasonings come where will the chitta arise where will uh, conceptions come everything dies there is a total quelling of it right now one point i'd like to add is that gyanis know both right uh, for example a person who doesn't know believes the movement to be real and all the definitions it kind of makes out of this reality also feels real now for a gyani a gyani comes across an experience and this is this i call as experience it doesn't have to be about atma i'm talking of the mind that the mind stills completely you know there's the quenching of the firebrand once and for all and then the problem for the gyani is should i give this a reality of what i thought as notions or should i give this a reality where there are no notions springing up right so this is just one thing that i want to add that when we we believe yes because we are totally dependent on our intelligence to drive us into the right mode of understanding advaita on the other hand is not even talking about that and then if one can actually arrive at what vedanta is saying that that which is beyond mind there that where the vikaro namadhyam right vacharambanam everything every vikara that is happening is only in terms of words that's basically thought thought movement and what you see here appears as a reality is only thought movement right and once the thought quells and then like the last time godapada did say that you know i mean aurobindji was saying about when godapada says don't slip into sleep don't slip into slumber be alert and see both the movement and the non movement of the mind and then when that reality shines forth then this idea that everything is that i mean the realization that everything is indeed that that 
right? And that's why I say that because any word that you try to give it, I, I know here we're talking of the word Turiya. It's not like you reason it out or you experience it. There is nothing else apart from that. That is why it's called Advitiya. There's nothing beyond that. You cannot, you cannot say, you know, then the Upanishads, how the Upanishads would uh, define, even if you want to define, they would say Anandamaya Atma. They'll say this Atma appearing as Anandamaya. This Atma appearing as Manomaya. Manomaya Atma, Pranamaya Atma, Vigyanamaya Atma. You know, all this Sharira Maya Atma, Anna Maya Atma. So everything is that there's nothing apart from that. So these various levels of, uh, you know, understanding is something that I just wanted to add as perspective just to probably ease out a little burden on that falls on that which falls on Aurobindji. Not that I'm saying that I need to lessen him. He is strong on his own might. But I just wanted to add that just so that it's clear that it's not the denial of anything. In fact, it is the totality of everything. And the totality is such that, that there is no space left for the other. There's no other. So what else do you speak of if only that exists? There's nothing to speak of also, right? And that is that, that's all. And that the Upanishads also are forced to use a language and they call it Turiya. And I'm sure Aurobindji knows it, that you, you just call it the fourth just to say that that which is beyond, but that which, uh, you know, subsumes everything, Ota Prota, as the Brihadaranyaka says, it's, it just penetrates, interpenetrates the whole of creation. And it's not that the creation exists in that. It is that. There's nothing apart from that. That's the realization that comes. So. When we study the Upanishads, there are some places where sadhana comes, some places where vichara comes, and then there are some places where declarations are there. Uh, the understanding of that, I feel, is uh, crucial in this whole process. I just wanted to add that to the beautiful discussions we've been having. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Thank you, Bindu. Thank you.